Tyre Yudalid, we are going into Ice Dalid, and hopefully we'll go as far as we can into the Mimer of Rabba Rabba Chana, just to give ourselves a little bit of a lead in. We had started off the Tyre Laham Shech Shalom Ba'ilam to bring down Shalom, which said that Shalom is one of the names of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to create a Shlemus, uh, but not only to create a Shlemus, to draw down a Shlemus. Uh, one, one powerful concept is that we're not trying to create something that's not there, we're trying to tap into it. In order to be Mam Shech Shalom into the world, to create a Shlemus, we have to be Malik Kav. Uh, we have to to, to elevate kavod uh, the malchus right malchus we said is lace the garme klum we have to uh, elevate the kavod to its shayresh we'll explore this idea soon in order to have the greatest giloy of kavod Hashem. We explained that there has to be a giloy from those that are farthest away. This is Bali Chuva and this is even gerim. The way that this is done is either through. If you could picture, uh, let's say, a uh, a source that uh, I have a picture of the knots of tzitzis, even let's say, where things come together in one place and then they they come out separately. So if you wanted to affect something else, the two ways that you could do that are either is by direct outreach, or what you could do is you could uh, like shake the rope where you are; it'll reverberate all the way back to the source, and that will create a bigger ha'ara, that will create a different impact to everything that's stemming from the source. So the way to create this giloy, we said, is through learning. Torah in one of two ways, either Torah's chesed, direct impact, outreach, uh, maybe that's even just being a shining example, but the other way is through learning Torah Shema, which can reverberate and create a ha'ara, his us back to the source, and that will create a ha'ara, that will also create an impact, your tshuva, your maisim tovim, your ha'ara, his iris can have an impact on, on, on people and the world, really, uh, wherever they are, totally can change the balance once we create a ha'ara at the source, we discuss the idea of creating the shamas for Gerim, and now we'll go weiter. Just to uh, mention very briefly uh, a couple of the ideas that we've seen uh, in general that we've been exposed to. We spoke uh, already in Tiredal, the Bechin of Hachzoras Hamalchus Lasharsha, the idea of connecting things back to the source. Uh, so we've seen this idea in Tira, in Tira Yud. Uh, we discussed this idea, which we spoke about here also. The Ikr Gadla Shalakadash Baruch Hu Shigama Akam Yedu Shieshalakim Shalatu Maishal, the idea of a, of a Gilui coming from those who are far away. We spoke about it in the context of Yisro, the idea that the covered, uh, that the covered of Akadosh Baruch Hu is in Gullis now. We spoke in Taira Aleph, Taira Dalit also, in Taira Dalit Ice Bays, we said, the idea of taking a, uh, the Gullis, uh, the, the Malchus of Akadosh Baruch Hu, that the Shechina is in Gullis, that we have to elevate the covered, align it back to its, uh, to its source. And the idea that the Shamas of Yisrael are related to, uh, the 600,000 letters, uh, which is, if you count them, it's not exactly 600,000, we said last time, but uh, the Nitzaytse Neshamas, we spoke about it in uh, in Tyra Bays, actually, uh, maybe other places as well. <coughs> Where was it? Um, we said in Ice. Uh, and then we went on over there. So, so the Torah, the, a lot of the concepts that we're talking about really are all tying together. So now we're going to go further and discuss another idea of this. 
that through this ha'ara, the, those who are learning are also zeiche, or also can be zeiche to banim that are tamidei chachamim, the neshamas that are chelik elokami ma'al. They're all coming from uh, from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Not talking about exactly how it works, but the neshamas are 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 have a malbush coming down into this world. Uh, we uh, there's three partners in every person, right? A father, a mother, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And we look around, and uh, and as much as on one hand we could say that. Uh, neshamas all have a certain kedusha, but there is a certain malbush that's brought down, and some neshamas are e- easier, as it were. The Baltan talks about it also, um, in in his own way. But it, just in a very simple way, we could say that depending on the malbush, right? The people have different characteristics, different physical characteristics, different midos, uh, even just in a in a circumstantial way that the way that they grew up, and it's easier for some to uh, to get in touch with their with their true self than others. So we'll leave it at that for now. Ois dalid vizap. The idea that through learning Torah with kavana to be uh, to be mayor, the, the 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 source to to like we said reverberate the rope and have it shine back at the source. Shamu chachmenu zechorn of the vrachim t'nimat hamidei chachamim. Why do we see that a certain phenomenon that very often people that are learning, they're engaged in Taira, and yet we don't necessarily see this translate. You would think that uh, a person's children should uh, absorb and have a certain similar characteristics, similar values to them. Why is it that sometimes we see that a people's child, you know, person's child is not going in the same route? Now, obviously, there could be a lot of uh, a lot of questions we see uh, in the the alternative as well that there are people that do not seem to be uh, either uh, at a stage of godless or even worse and yet their children do become tremendous so this does not mean that it's uh, that, that it's the last stop but nevertheless we should see that things should flow forward so that generally speaking their children should be following in their path and he says because they did not make berchas atiratchila, I think I, I didn't find it. I actually, I think I saw B'shem Rebekiva Eger uh, that uh, it says chus that a, for a person's children to uh, want to go in the right way, they should mamish say berchas atira like they're saying, like they're saying Shmanesrei. But anyway, this is uh, this this is discussed uh, sometimes. It's I think it's a Gemara in the Durham. It talks about the uh, reasons for the churban and the general pashup shot way of relating to shlo berchu atiratchila is the way that one relates to tira is there. Are they relating to Taira as uh, you have to learn halacha? You have to know what to do. It's uh, in a certain way we could say it's like a means to an end. Or do they relate to Taira as uh, as an end in and of itself? We are engaging in the Taira itself by way lahavdil, but by way of let's say an analogy, a person can let's say read instructions in order to know what to do. Uh, they can read uh, you know the tax code if they're an accountant in order to know, and then there are going to be certain corners to cut. Not even necessarily in terms of being illegal, but let's say uh, the, it, it, there, there are certain things that can be that can achieve uh, the, to the same end or to substantially the same end. There's nothing inherently holy or there's nothing inherently substantial about the instructions themselves other than that they're telling you how to accomplish something and you could either figure out another way or another way that it'll be substantially the same and avoid a lot of effort. You could do it a different way, but let's say Lahavdil. 
let's say you're playing a crossword puzzle or Sudoku or, you know, for that matter, you're, you're, you're investigating, you know, investing in an intellectual exercise or playing a game, right? So you're not, you're not doing something in order to achieve a purpose. What you're doing is, uh, whether it's, you know, to be shashua, so to speak, whether or not to have fun. But in other words, you're doing it for the game itself. So if you're playing Sudoku and you cheat, you don't achieve anything by getting to the end quicker. You've cheated in the game. There's no purpose. Now, Havdil, I hope that the muscle might be, uh, potentially helpful. So if you're, uh, if you're playing a game, if you, if you cheated, then you didn't win. It's, it's, the winning is not what you're after. It's only winning through playing the game. So over here also, if you relate to something as, as something, it's an end in and of itself, that's a fundamentally different way of relating to it as something towards an end. So that's one way of relating to why were they not making brachas on the taira? Or how do we relate to not making the brachas on the taira itself? That they didn't have an appreciation for the taira as what to make a bracha on. The taira was something to achieve, uh, to achieve to understand the halacha, to know the correct practices, but their relationship with the Torah was lacking. It's one way of understanding that Gemara. But we're going to understand uh, the way that the Rabbeinu is going to go into in the Panimia. Every, every every person, uh, specifically a Tamad Chacham, has to make a bracha. And to bring, again, we use lahir literally translates as light, something that's radiant. But uh, we, we will translate lahir belimad tairaso, to be able to create this light, this radiance in his limad taira, in the shayrish neshamais. Again, taira, we saw the icy ice, but it's all coming from uh, from the same source. That the neshamas, the taira was created before the world, but the neshamas of Kla Yisrael, we said last time, also was b'machshav atchila keviyachol by Hakadosh Baruch Hu ki sham sharshenu because that's where that that's where uh, we said uh, that's where ki sham sharshenu that this is where the Kla Yisrael was alu b'machshav atchila. We'll quote uh, we'll quote just Rav Chaim or Rav Chaim Kramer has a very nice note over here. Uh, he says. That what does it mean, Machshava Tchila? That when Rabbeinu looks at this Gemara, he says that they did not look to awaken to the beginning of Tyra, the source and upper thought, uh, that when when they were connecting. So if Tyra is essentially us relating to Ratz and Hashem, so a relationship, again, if I have to just push a switch, so then I push the switch regardless of what I'm thinking. But if, if Tyra is essentially tapping into Ratz and Hashem, it's a relationship issue. There is a certain raw power in the words and the Diburim and so forth. But when, when I tell you something, let's say, if I tell you thank you, I give you flowers, relating to something, being on the same page as you, uh, putting my mind into your mind and creating this uh, this alignment, that's only going to be as strong as my kavana is. And when they didn't say, they didn't, when they were learning, they weren't trying to tap into the source of the place where the Sherish Hashem says, without that type of an attitude, that beginning, so their, their children who are now going to be coming the, from this source, in, in other words, the neshamas are ba'etzam Hakadosh Baruch Hu is taking fr, uh, from this, from this, so to speak, the sherish, this repository. That's where the neshamas come from, and they are going to. There's going to be a levush, and that they're going to be put into the world. 
So without this type of a beginning, without tapping into the source, the Tamil Chacham, when he draws down this neshama, we actually saw in Torah Yud Beis, uh, an, an idea about uh, how a, a person's kavanas b'shas tashmish, that that could actually draw into certain kayachas, certain tchunas, uh, certain taivas into the neshama of their children. Again, the neshama itself is pure, but the malbush could be affected also by the parents. And since the Tamid Chacham did not awaken from this source, the repository where the neshamas of their offspring are drawn, so then the way that those neshamas are going to come down is they're going to be, uh, we'll see in a second, darkened in a certain way, but it'll be harder to access, we'll say, that ha'ara. But when a person says a bracha, what is be'etzem a bracha? The, the, uh, a bracha, brecha is a, Perhaps uh, it could be a niya barech is a niya. It's like when a person has uh, has anava and shiflos, so they're machnia themselves to something else. Then they're able to take themselves out of the picture. The the, uh, the 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 less individual cover that a person has, the more that they could be marbe and covered shemayim. Right, like the first line we said in Tyra in Tyra vav kitzar kol adam lemayit bechvoid atzmo laharbas bechvoid hamakom. But a brecha, which is a spring, what we're doing when we say a bracha is we're taking something whether it's physical spiritual but we're accessing like the ultimate spring where HaKadosh Baruch Hu injects Shefa into the world and we're able to take something even if it's a piece of food that we're able to connect it by through us eating the food it's not just that we're limiting it to us eating the physical when we eat that piece of food now we're connecting it back to the source we're thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu we're recognizing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu every single seed everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, choreographed and coordinated in the world so that we could have it and now we're going to take this piece of food we're going to eat it and now this food is going to generate energy that we're going to use for a mitzvah that that, that and that, that's why when a person eats not kosher chas uh, shalom. so there's a besides the fact that they did not bear it creates a timtum halev whatever the, whatever the influx of energy into something is that's going to manifest and that now becomes the food that he ate generates nutrients that becomes part of his bones and his muscles so when a person Creates a uh, says says a bracha on something that's going back to the beginning. They're, they're acknowledging, they're attaching something to the influx of energy. They attach it to the true source. Um, and that, that's where they, they can create a kenyan. That's where when, when a person makes a bracha, then they're able to take that piece of food. Instead of it being me'ila, they make it theirs. So when a person learns the Torah also, they connect, as it were, the Torah to the source. It's not just that I'm learning about shar, bar, mava, hever. I'm learning about an ox in the Gemara. I'm learning about a story. But no, what I do when I make the bracha, a brecha, I attach it to the shefa. I, cre- I, I create it. I align it back with the source, the influx of energy coming into the world. So now that source is similar and there's a, a, a shared aspect of the Nitzaytse Neshamas that are aligned with the ICS of the Torah the Sherish of where Neshamas come into the world so now when this Talmud Chacham brings Neshamas into the world he will be able to access a Neshama that has a higher uh, access point and a higher uh, a, 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 a closer attachment with this Ha'ara when the Tamil Chacham as a word is learning, like we said, he's reverberating the rope down here and it creates these vibrations going back up and it creates a light at the source, the repository where the source of the tire is and it's the source where the Neshamas come from as well. So the Neshamas are going to shine brighter as it were. Nimtza shine brighter. It's more of an expression of this Kvayt Hashem, so to speak. 
of Nai, so when he will have access to bring a neshama down to the world, that he's going to have uh, his child, his pikadon, he's going to bring the neshama, he could take care of it, he brings it into the world, so you could say it's almost like Mida Kenegan Mida, because he did this, so he's going to be able to bring into the world a neshama that's also going to shine brightly as it were, Vali Deze Gambino, yeah, Talmud Chacham. When he doesn't, as it were, line up uh, his tyro with the source, uh, so then when he's drawing down the neshama into the world, uh, it's going to be a bechina of, as it were, sleeping, like like covered up, dark, harder to access that ha'ara, and it will not be nicker, it won't be shining, it's attachment to uh, the, the kavod Hashem that it brings into the world, right, you say, Yichvayt Hashem Ba'elem, Kavayt Nikra, Kavayt is called Ayer, we said that, Va'aretz Ha'ira Mikvayt, we quoted a Pasuk in Nechazka last time, Be'pnei Zeh, Lo Yebnei Tamad Chacham, now again, could anybody break out of that, could there be tshuva, could people uh, create their own autonomy, and their own decisions, yeah, hundred percent, but at Kama, though, we are, I guess, uh, my suggestion, it's not that a person can't become a Tamad Chacham on their own, but we're asking a, a person, everybody wants that whatever comes after them should ride on their shoulders, so it's true, a person can create their, ind- independently become a Tamad Chacham, but at Kama, that a person worked towards something, and now they want that their child should ride on their shoulders, they, they should come in with that extra leverage toward become a Tamad Chacham, yes, to work on themselves also, but have this relationship with Taira, and that really comes comes via the father, right? We're all happy to give, as a, uh, so to speak, a a nachlet to our children that they should that they should have this element of becoming a tamad chacham, being able. Sometimes more people who already have money, they can become richer. They have more money to invest, right? So it's true. The person will have to uh, invest on their own. But the more that they start off with, the better that they can become. So perhaps over here, obviously, the person could become a tamad chacham in their own right. But over here, the reason that we don't see necessarily this linkage of becoming they didn't create this bracha, line up the brecha, line up the wellspring in their Torah. They didn't access, they didn't, they, they didn't align it with machshavat chila. That this is where the shayrash hanashamais comes from. As we go into the next piece, I'm just going to remind us. Sometimes it's nice to just make these uh, make these connections. The next piece is going to talk about the way to access tyrus through shiflus anava, uh, through uh, through through humility, uh, and that that's how a person is able to access a higher madrega. So we actually discussed this idea in tyra yud aleph. If we remember, we t- were talking about uh, even now we're talking about creating zivugim between tamidei chachamim ha'snaitetzosah. Aura that we said can create the neshama of Geirim. The Torah Aleph had started off that, in, uh, that every single person has to create Yehuda Eloi, Yehuda Tata, uh, and every single person from Tzorach Sheyeh and Nase Zosal Yadai. And in, in doing so, that's how Yachalavai Litfunas Hatayrila Amka. So, a very similar concept, the idea of being able to create Zivugim and tap into, in, into Tyra and, and Torah with a deep understanding. We, we said that a person who is on a Loma Drega, so how is he able to tap into that? Through Diburim. Dibur, by the way, is, is Malchus. 
Uh, but you'll see why I'm quoting this in a second. And we said that through Dibur, a person's able to be mayor or to, to enlighten all the place where he has to do tshuva. He can tap into himself at the source. Uh, Yochni and Mamri had gone to Moshe and said, how are you going to bring Tfunas Imka to people that seem to be on a, on a low level? And Moshe Rabbeinu said that through speaking, through saying Diburim, and the, the Diburim of Torah will be mayor where a person needs to do tshuva. But here's here's what we said, that this Dibur, how does a person act the Dibur, the type of speech, had to tie the Malchus back to the Shairish. How is a person going to see where he has to do tshuva, come closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu through these Diburim? We said in Ice Bays over there, Kimayide Kavaid, Hainushirashi Akfoid Hashemiz Barach Bishlemus. Literally, what we're talking over here, Lahamshik Shalom Ba'ilam, Tsarach Lahalais Kavaid. Over there, the, the, we said that how is the Diburim going to be mayor through Kavaid, through Yira Yesha Kavaid Hashemiz Barach Bishlemus, Yakfoid Ayin Negek. That a person has to have zero skin in the game, and to make a Kaddish Baruch Hu as a Shlemus, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is a hundred percent, then you have to be zero. By the way, being a zero doesn't mean that you can't accomplish anything. Being a zero means that you're a Shliach of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. If you're a total soldier in the army, so then you could you could have a tremendous amount of covered. You could be the highest level, uh, the highest ranking member of the army. The way that you achieve the highest ranking member in the army, we just had Parshas Kairach, right? Is to have total his battles when it's from the wrong reasons, when it's for your own covered when it's because you want it for yourself, even if it's 1%, sometimes much greater than that, then you're essentially saying that a Kaddish Baruch only has 99%. 99 is not a Shlemus. How is a person to elevate covered Hashem? By by having shiflos anava by making himself ayin lenegved kvod Hashem is baruch anava vekatnos and therefore ki ikar bechinas hadibur whom he covered and we said that mihuzemelech ha covered malchus is past this aligns very much with what we're talking about and I would comment that a person doesn't do that he's he, we said that he actually creates almost a hagshama in the Torah he says the Torah but the Torah is not aligned with the source the Torah doesn't become an expression of the infinite when he when he says words of Torah and he's saying it through his perspective where he has his own covered so then he's shining the Torah through a lens of his own prerogative and it's almost it, it, it almost it creates a hakshama in the Torah the Torah doesn't become an expression of an infinite the Torah becomes an expression of him which is the Shekhinah in Gullus we spoke in Torah 12 how to get the Shekhinah back out of Gullus and we said that that's why you have to have the Vav in covered without the Vav a person becomes covered pa he, he can't have the Diburim we said that the Vav is Shmir Sabris and so forth but okay so now with the, this is now that we're familiarizing ourselves again with what we're talking about says Rabbeinu over here the way that we these Diburim that are going to be mayor the mayor all the way back to this night's Shambas to bring Tamideh Chacham into the world that's through Anava through Shiflos through being a mite, his own covered, right? Like we said, Torah Aleph, Kamosha Amru, Chachmein, Zuchron of Racha, Umi Midbar Matana, Sheyeshaber Gavaso Me Arba Bechinas, that a person has to break his gaiva in four different aspects. Now we know that gaiva is, we've already compared many times to Avodazara. This is certainly the total opposite anti covered Hashem. Uh, so we're going to say that a, a person, in order to get to this level, needs to break their gaiva in four different uh, four different levels. Shishaba gaiva be'arba b'chinas shiflus kitzarach adam lahaknes atzmul lefnei gedolim mimanu those who are greater than him, which would not seem to be a big deal because if the people are legitimately greater than him, then why does he have any gaiva connected them at all? Although uh, to the extent that somebody is on a lower level, ironically. You 
sometimes they think more of themselves. The people there's a there's a saying I don't know the source. Istra kash kash karyo. Right when there's only a couple of coins in the box, when you're shaking the tzedakah box, those are the ones that make the loudest noise. adam A person has to. Uh, break his gaiva through people who are on the same level as him. Those who are smaller than him. Uh, if you learn Perkeavis on Shabbos, actually, we just had a uh, we just had a Mishnah, right? Tezvav, Perk Dal Tezvav. Rabbi Elazar ben Shemua Oimer, Tamid Chachavev Alacha Kishalach. Your Talmud, who's lower than you, should be you should treat as as like you. Kvayit Chavrocha, the one who's your Chavr, like you. Kamar Rabach, Umar Rabach, Kamar Shemayim. So always, always kind of level, you know, one up. It. So there's these now. If you look in Igeris Haramban, the he really ties everything to to another. At, at the end, at the, all of the midas, all of the midas, he says. At first, he goes on how a person should be manava. But all of the midas, it's it's worth looking in Igeris Haramban. All really bad sem tie back to anava. Now these three types of anava, a person at basic level, whoever you perceive as being greater than you, certainly somebody who's on your level. But by the way, being on your level might mean that some some things they are they might be worse than you because they, they have challenges that you don't have. But in other areas, they might be greater than you. So even if they balance out to being on your level, the things that you do wrong that they do wrong that you don't, they have challenges that you don't have, and the things that they do better than you, why should you not acknowledge it? Anybody who's honest and really knows where their thoughts go and, you know, the things that they do wrong doesn't really have any excuse that they should necessarily think that they're uh, better than another person. Again, he's not fleshing it out in this way, but uh, whatever um, whatever his binariness helps, a person, and again, Igaris Ramban is, is worth going through, but uh, the, the, the another and the way that you relate to others greater than you and on the same level as you, and velifnei ketanami menu. Now, this could be a very hard avoda, especially if you're looking at somebody and they seem to be on a lower spiritual level. But we can also relate to these things in another way as well. Uh, people that seem to be on a higher or lower just uh, stature, whether in social terms. Let's say a person has less money. If I had the challenge of having less money or Rahman al-Tzlan, other types of challenges, would I even be doing as good of a job as he does? Maybe I give much more tzedakah. He gives half as much tzedakah, but he has 10 times less money. Would I even be able to, or, or, or having guests at a table, right? If he, I have a lot of space, but he has very little space, would I be able to have guests and invite people into my home when they needed it if I had as little space that, as he did? So regardless of whether a person, if a person is holding in a higher level than you, certainly then you should respect their accomplishments or, you know, whatever it is. But when a person's holding on a lower level, they demand, they demand a tremendous amount of respect also. Now, the fourth one, now interestingly, some of the notes over here point out that there's different types of klipa. There's three types of unredeemable klipa, as it were, and then there's there's a middle level called klipas noiga. Without without uh, kind of unpacking the entire concept, we're going to see that this fourth one is a little bit different. So let's say a person has achieved these uh, the, these first three types of anava, of being able to relate to those who are on a higher level or a lower level or the same. And again, the truth is is that the same is really never exactly the same. No two people are exact, exactly identical. If a person's on the same level as you, what that really means is that they're probably a mix of a little higher and a little lower. But be that as it may, uh, certainly you have what to learn from them. Vilif amim 
Now, this could be read as one of two ways. This could be, I am on a super, super low level, um, and therefore even I have to have anava and relate to myself even lower, even lower than I'm at, right? In other words, to, to, to relate to, a, to not relate to a, a station in life greater than where I'm at. That's just not having gaiva. But anava means to uh, e- e- even not acknowledge, or at least not acknowledge for myself, my accomplishments. Even what I have, I, I got from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So one level it could say, is a person who has not accomplished a lot. But let's say the other way. Let's let's learn it. Uh, he brings over here, who says that from Likute Alachas that we're talking over here, a person's katan shibiktanim is actually by an Adam Tzadik Gadol Me'od, meaning a person who really views himself as a katan shibiktanim, that he literally has achieved a tremendous amount of anava. So he seems to have achieved it. Why is this a fourth level that even by Atzmo katan shibiktanim, Tzarech Lahakdin, it's Atzmo Keneged Madregas Atzmo, even Keneged himself now, he has to have a further level of anava. Uh, just read the Pasuk and then we'll speak out one idea. The shot of the Pasuk is actually talking about Akash Baruch who was warned Kla Yisrael by Shabbos that they shouldn't leave their area to gather the mon and each one should stay in their makom. But the language is that that a person should be even under where he's at. Uh, but one idea that we that, that, that gets spoken out over here in the notes is so all of us, no matter what level we've achieved, if we are relating to ourselves vis-a-vis HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Ensofius, the infinite, so we're infinitesimally small. Now, by the way, you know, it's like the Bali Muster used to say, I'm everything, I'm nothing. To the extent that you make yourself, that you have as batlas to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that to, to a, a pool, as it were, right? We said a brecha that's infinitely large, and you make yourself into a total... Uh, a channel, a hose, a tinner, right? In other words, you're not a kli, you don't hold anything of yourself, you become just totally a pipeline from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so then you be'etzim have infinite capacity as well. The less covered that you have or that you attribute to yourself, the more capacity you have to align yourself with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and then you can ultimately become the greatest of the greats. Moshe Rabbeinu, Midashchina Medaber Metel the Anav Mikol Adam, right? It's only when you make yourself into a kli, to the extent that you are a pool, you have, you could have 10 gallons, 100 gallons, a million gallons, but you're still limited when a person becomes a channel to the infinite, then they have insofious capacity, right? Then we tap in, we have we, we have tefillah, we t- spoke in Torah 7, that tefillah is a bechinus neis, a bechinus of miracle, we're not limited by teva at all. So this katan shebektanim, what's the problem? Lemaisa, he's achieved a tremendous level of anava. But even so, even if he's a katan shebektanim, but it could, uh, like, like you said, in terms of a tzadik gummer, who is able to relate to the rishayim, when a, if a person still has something, even if it's latent, it could still awake and there's still some sort, some sort of a, even if it doesn't manifest in terms of being self-centered, but there is still a self over there, and therefore that person also, who's the Katan Shebektanim, that's like that level of Klipas Naiga, we said, it's not the unredeemable, he's there, he's he, he, he's literally in the middle, he's doing Avoda, but there's a Tikkun that happens at that level also, not because, not because he's holding in a bad place, he's Katan Shebektanim, but in order that this latent Kayach doesn't come out and manifest itself into Gaiva, and still have 
an expression of the self, he also has to say, and even where I am, vis-a-vis the Ain Saifi is the infinite, so then I also recognize my my Anava. And again, to the extent that you that you do that, to the extent uh, we've said before, what one nice vart, the, the holiday of Simcha, right? That what's the ultimate holiday of Simcha on Sukkot and the Nisa Chamayim? That's when we're screaming out, Hashana uh, Lamanacha Lekenu. We're screaming out in desperation. Right? Why are we screaming? How could you have the holiday of Simcha is literally the holiday where you're screaming out Hashanas in desperation? Because to the extent that you recognize that you are nothing, you have zero capacity, you don't have that strength, you can't rely on yourself, you're totally b'makom Hashanas. That's where you can come to ultimate Simcha because that's where you have the ultimate security. When you take yourself zero out of the picture, then 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 you're ultimately holding at a hundred percent. That part I heard from Yitzchak Barkowitz. So just to take stock, we're holding on to Rabbi Rachana. We explained that in order to be Mam Shalom into the world, we have to elevate Kavad Hashem to its Shairesh, which is Yira. This is done through being Makarev, those who are farthest away. Balei Tshuva and Gerim, this can be done through uh, either a direct uh, outreach or contact. Or alternatively, just through the etzem limit Torah l'shma, this can also be gairim that there should be a ha'ara back at the shayrish, which will ultimately have the impact and uh, bring those farthest away from a kaddish baruch Hu closer. Uh, we quoted the uh, the uh, the chazal by Yisrael. And this is going to elevate uh, the the Hashem. This will be the greatest Giloy Kavad Hashem. Uh, how is a person Zoycha to this Tyra, which is able to elevate Kavad Hashem through Shiflis? And we we just explored that Vizesha Amar Rabbah Now we'll see where these concepts are uh, expressed through the Maimar Rabbah Brachana, Babasra Dafayim Gimel, Ledidi Chazili to I saw Orzila Bar Yoma, a mountain goat uh, or something like that. Bar Yoma to have a tavar. It was as Large is Hartover, Hartover, Kamahave, Arboa, Parsi, which is four parsa. Each parsa is approximately four kilometers. Ube Mishcha de Tzavre, and the outstretched neck of this mountain goat, Tlosa Parse, the, the length of the neck was three parsa, Ube Marbata de Reshe, and the resting place of its head when it was lying down was Parsa Upalga. So there was a very large mountain goat, the size of Hartavor, which is, again, every number will relate to something important, which was four parsa. The outstretched neck is three parsa. The resting place for its head is a Parsa Upalga. The Rama Kufta Visakra Liardana and when it expelled waste so that stopped up the Yardane River. Rashbam or Zila Baryoma is Raim Ben Yom Echad, this Raim, very large animal, but also this like a goat, uh one one day old. Daisayom no lad was born on that day. Kartover Kenhaya Gadol, this is how large Hartover was. Baymar Bata Dereshe, the resting place of its head. Mokamanachas Raisha Kishashekha Valkarka, the resting place not of the whole animal, but of its head when it lied on the ground. Rama Kufta Hitil Ray, it expelled waste. Sakra Harei Liardana Lefisha, and this waste uh, stopped up the Arden for a period of time, until uh, until the water uh, dissolved it or washed it away. Urzila Baryoma, so this Ra'im, this mountain goat that was one day old, Hainu Bechinas Kavoid. This is a representative of the Kavoid of Hashem, Shehu Ba'akum, that for the time being we explain that the Kavoid of Hashem, the Shechina is in Gullus, the Iker Kavoid is found by the Goyim uh, during this period, Bezilusa, which is in a state of 
being degraded, shiftless, uh, but the, either number one, because Klal Yisrael still has to do tshuva, a very important point we've mentioned many times, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, so to speak, ready, willing, and able to give. It's us that has to come around to be able to form that connection. Or alternatively, we're talking about the Balei Tshuva, the Gerim, that did not live or not yet in his Geir, uh, that it has to, they have to, that piece has to come into place in order for there to be this expression, this Giloy of Kvayt Hashem, Vizeh, this Orzila, this mountain goat, if you break up the word, is Orzila. It's that the light, that the Kavad Hashem, is Bezilusa. It is uh, in, a, in a down cycle, right? Or Hainu Bechina's Kavad. That Or, like we explained before, as Bechina of Kavad, Kamoshikasav, we link to the Pasuk, Vyaaretz Heiramikvodo, that the earth was illuminated from Kavad, but we see that Or and Kavad go together. And Orzila, that it's now that this Kavad Hashem, the Shechina, is in Galas. Velama Nikra, why is R called Kavad Bar Yoma? So it's Orzila Bar Yoma. Why is this idea that we're saying uh, that the that the Kavad of Hashem is uh, in Galas at this point and it's Bar Yoma? Kilo Yizgala HaKavad, because when will the Kavad end up being this Gala? When will there be a revelation of Kavad Hashem? Ela Babias Meshichenu, the ultimate Giloy is going to be in Yimayis HaMashiach. That's when the Kavad Hashem is going to come out of Galas. Uchsivbei, and with regard to Mashiach, there's a conversation in the Gemara between Rabbi Shua ben Levi and Mashiach and Elio. And Rabbi Shua ben Levi asked, A Masai Yavoyimar, when will Mashiach come? And the answer was, Elio and Avi explained, Hayyim. Hayyim in Bekailai Sishmo. This day, or any day, if you will do your part, you will listen uh, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Moshe Amr, Rabbi Sain Zuchan, and the Vracha. Which means that really, when will Mashiach come? Any day, today. Today is the day, uh, potentially. It's up to us. But therefore, this idea of Bar Yoma is a reference to uh, the day, which could potentially be any day. Any day is the day when the Shekhinah is ready to come out of Galus. It's up to us. And this, this Re'em, this goat, was as big as Hartavar. The, this Re'em that's called an Orzila because of the covered Shera Allah's covered that to raise uh, the covered of Hashem to take it out of Golis Tali B'zesha Adam Shaber Gavaso. We said that it really links back to Tyra, that the Tyra is the way that we can ultimately uh, bring uh, bring the covered Hashem out of Golis. Uh, but that's what brings ultimately the, the Talmidei Chachamim. If they learn the right way, they can have children who are Talmidei Chachamim and that they can bring the Bali Tshuva and the, and the Gerim closer. But he says, Tali B'zesha so how is a person zeich to this Torah through breaking gaiva? Through according to the breaking down of one's gaiva, which by the way, gaiva is really a form of vodazara. In a certain sense, you could almost say it's uh, it's the greatest, more subtle, but the greatest form of vodazara. Vodazara person is uh, instead of really linking to the source, uh, then they link to the the intermediaries and they attribute it power. But is there any bigger statement of of putting oneself farther away from a Kaddish Baruch Hu than looking at oneself, one's own prerogative, instead of having his batlas and realizing that he has a tachlis and he is a soldier on a Kaddish Baruch Hu's army, he has his batlas uh, to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that he has a tachlis in life and all of a sudden having his own prerogative and putting himself uh, as the center. 
Right. In other words, even though we've we've mentioned before that the person davens bekavana, are we trying to bring ourselves closer to a kaddish baruch Hu, or are we trying to bring a kaddish baruch Hu around to our prerogative? So over here, a person's meshaba their gaiva, they get rid of uh, avodazara, as it were, this element of avodazara. So at kama, that that's how a person can raise a kaddish baruch who's covered by taking themselves out of the game, right? By raise a kaddish baruch who's covered, bizechet Torah kikvaydein salai de taira kanal that. Uh, that the Hakadosh Baruch Hu's covet is ultimately raised through Tyra. That's how we're able to bring Gerim closer as well. And through Torah, we do again direct contact or learning Lishma. And it's through the Shiflis that a person is Zeichel the Torah. Moshamar Chachmein Zochran the Bracha Omi Midbar Matana. When one makes himself into a midbar, and that that is when they the tamudo sky and biyado the that's the the gemara brings vizeh hartover. So what's hartover that that we reference at the the orzila? This mountain goes was as big as hartover. So hartover is har lush and godless. Kamoshikaz of matal harios made my it's pasuk into hillim hashem made my strength like a mountain. So we see that har and oiz strength is linked together. What's tover in Aramaic? Uh, there are certain letters that are uh, that switch around right. A Dalit and a Zion. That's why uh, Dahab is the golden coast, right? Zahav. But over here, a Tuf and a Shin also. So what's Tavr is Shavr. That's where that, that breaks. Lashen Shvira. So Har Tavr is a breaking down as, of, of Gaiva. That's how we're going to get Kavad Hashem out of Gullus to raise the Kavad Hashem Lasharsho uh, through Tyra. But how we Zaycha to Tavr through Har to Tyra through Har Tavr through breaking down Gaiva. Har Tavr Kamahava Parse. Har Tavr Kamahava Arba. Parsi Hartover was four parses big. Hi, uh, w- w- what does this mean? That how is one break their gaiva? Hainu Arba Bechina Shiflis Hanal. These this was the last piece that we did right before the Rabba Brachana. That how does a person break their gaiva? Shetzorach Lahak Din Lefnei Tzadikim. Those greater than him, Bainanim, the ones who seem to be his chaverim on the same level, Rishayim, and the Lefnei Madregas Atzmo, which we just explored. Vishiyidma Beinav Kilu Loba Adayin Lefnei Madregas or Shuba. Even when he relates to himself, uh, that he that he relates to himself really as as one level before, even where he's holding, uh, he takes he takes a step back. And he doesn't give himself uh, complete complete credit for where where it is that he achieved. Um, perhaps uh, perhaps we could say, it. in other words, if a person gives himself, he owns his accomplishments. So again, a person has to uh, be able to appreciate his strengths, appreciate his accomplishments, go forward. But my accomplishment is only worth as much as as I uh, I stelt to a kaddish baruch In other words, you you give me a million dollars, so a hundred thousand dollars is my miser, I, I can feel good that I owned up to my God-given task, uh, but ultimately that was my responsibility. If I wouldn't have done it, so then uh, th- th- it's not that I did somebody a favor, like the Chazal tell us, I should feel so good about a mezuzah, who gave me the house that I put a mezuzah on? I should feel so good about putting on tefillin, who gave me the arm that I put tefillin on? So a person has to uh, take take pride, I guess, or, or understand their accomplishment that they're owning up to their obligation, that they're doing the right thing. And again, once they link to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and they're linking to the infinite, that's Ba'etzem, that, that's the greatest accomplishment. But as far as where I'm holding, so a person takes a step back. Do, 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 am I really sure that I've owned up to my obligation? I could relate to myself as one step before that. I, could, could I have done more? Are any of us really 100% perfect? None of us are 100% perfect. And this aligns uh, also 
with the way that we explained this idea before. So this idea, how is through shiftless in the four different bechinas? Now the outstretched neck of this uh, of this mountain goat uh, it was three parses. So we're talking about breaking down gaiva. So relate to gaiva in a uh, in, in the dynamic of three, uh, a tour of three. There are three things that a person uh, generally feels gaiva about. These are things, by the way, if we look in Avis, so these things specifically which a person, I think I mentioned one time I was talking with uh, Rav Ruven Feinstein. Um, I was I was someplace where he was sitting and uh, by a hotel actually, and it was by breakfast, and people were crowding around, uh, asking different questions. And he remarked that's very interesting that people tend to take credit by the things that a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives them, and the things that they should take responsibility for, they don't. So a person feels well, a dick that he's rich or smart or good looking or whatever it is. These are things that come from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Meanwhile, if you ask him if he's lazy or if he's you know if he's bizrizus, you know these things, he says listen. Nobody's perfect. The things that he should own, he wipes away. The things that are, that come straight from a Kaddish Baruch Hu person feels gaiva over. There's the Mishnah. We redefine, who, but who, who's a real Chacham? As far as you're concerned, a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives the Chacham the wisdom. But if you want to know you're a Chacham, that, that's on you. Uh, these happiness is a choice. If you look at the Gateway to Happiness, beautiful Rabbi Pliskin book, old classic, happiness is totally a choice. So these are the way that we relate to these things. But in a certain, in, in the God-given sense, we have wisdom, ashiras, these are things that people tend to feel gaiva over, very uh, counterintuitive in a certain sense. And this gaiva is called an outstretching of the neck. There's a pasuk, the beginning of the pasuk, don't raise your horns. But then that pasuk says, like speaking, from a haughty, an outstretched neck, so we see that the tzavar, the outstretched neck, is linked to gaiva. So people feel gaiva over these three parsa links to the chacham, uh, gibor, and ashiras that people fe- tend to feel gaiva over. Umar bata and the resting place of its head was parsa u palga. Zebechinas, what's marbata? We've had this before actually. Zebechinas, zivug hanasa bereshis hamachshava, zebechinas. Now the entire we, we've we've spoken out before. I, I keep on referencing that, but because it really it, it just builds into such a beautiful structure. Uh, you know, there's a fine line between wanting to unpack every single concept every single time, or understanding that we're on a journey. Um, and it, you know, like the sefer itself, echad, or the reverse. But uh, but the the that at certain points we have an opportunity to explore more concepts. But the entire structure of the world, shemayim aretz zacher nekeva maimnukim. But the, the, the entire structure of the Bria is literally created in such a way that there is the giver and then the recipient. And that's what forms a Shlemus. And when there is a Shlemus, so then it manifests into uh, a Zivuk. It manifests into productivity. And the, 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 the world is made for Pruvu, the Eilam Sheves Yitzara. But th- this, this idea of there being a giver and a recipient 
is that and we, we the the way that our Kaddish Baruch Hu gave us to, to be the biggest the, the biggest ability to give is to give somebody else the ability to give right in halachas tzaka that manifests so our Kaddish Baruch Hu gives us bechira so that the the greatest giving that our Kaddish Baruch Hu can give us the ability that we can uh, that that we can be a creators that that we, we can have the tzelam alukim but okay but I digress but we, the 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 way that the world is structured in order that there should be uh, that there should be uh, ch- uh, pr- uh, productivity and uh, in the physical sense there's a zivug and then there's children that come from that so this is a bechina zivug hanasa beracious machshava that this is the sheirish of, of of the neshamas of Yisrael so this idea that we're referencing. And we spoke about also different people learning that there's a ha'ara from one neshama to the other neshama when they engage in taira. So we're talking about this process of a zivug. Chazal explained anida archiv rivi is going on the tipas hazivug, but Rashi explains archi is tashmish coming from pasuk and mishlei derach gever ba'alma va'aydei zivug hazeh and through this zivug, through the zivug, these neshamas are created. Uh, it comes either in the we could say in the in the general process we talk about that the lamas are structured with the zivug, or we talked about the idea of also of learning words of Torah, of letting them uh, of letting them shine, of letting them. And we said that when tzaddikim learn Torah, so then where does where does that kayach go? That can create the neshamas of the gerim. Nase parso palga. So through this dynamic process, this process of learning, this process of creating a shleimus. So there are two things that come from that. We will reference that as parso palga. So again, in the language of Rabbi we said marbata the zivug the the zivug that's going to take place through uh but through the the learning of taira through the ha'ara that's created it comes in two ways parsa upaga parsa zeremez alham shachas hanashamos that's talking about bring down the neshamos when the tamir chachamim they learn appropriately they learn that they link it back to the source because we had spoken about two forms of learning one is in terms of the outreach in terms of uh Having an interaction directly with the Balei Tshuva the Gerim, but the other one is the Talmidei Chachamim that when they when they learn and they learn Lashma and it links back to the Shiresh to the Machshavat Chila. So in, from their point of view, they are able to draw down Amshachs Neshamas, and that that will extend them. They will end up having children who are Talmidei Chachamim Levneim Zemachana B'Shem Parsa, which is Shlema. There's a certain Shlemus to the Neshamas of Talmidei Chachamim V'Hisnaititzus. Now that's complete. Uh, the, the you know there, there's a there's a uh, statement that people say b'makom shabale tshuva I made even tzaddikim gemurim do not stand. Now there's there, there's true. I'm just digressing for a half a minute. Um, still, when people fly to Eretz Yisrael, they tend to go to Gedolim for the bracha. They're not necessarily looking for a baltshuva in the middle of the streets uh, to ask for the bracha. So uh, the the way that I think we understand this is that th- it's not a Linear scale. When we say about tshuva, the Chavos Halavos discusses his own way. But the the way that the, when we say that it's a, the Bali tshuva are standing where tzaddikim can't reach that place, that doesn't necessarily mean higher or lower. It means that there's a certain tikkun. Everybody has their own job in the world. But when we look at those greater than us, should we feel a uh, should we first of all all of us halavayer Bali tshuva? But should we feel a chalisha sadas? There are things that I will never. There are there are places that I will never reach. What's the point? There are people so much greater than me. Let them learn. What's my avodah worth? No. Be- 
because there are going to be certain things in the Bria, certain cover that could be brought about uh, from a point of view of a tzaddik, of a Rebbe, they can help do outreach, they can help learn in such a way that will bring others close. But for those that come close, there's a certain covet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that will light up the world. That's in such a way that... That that's in such a way that the that even the tzad the gummer will not be able to get that. On the other hand, somebody who never put certain schmutz into their eyes, into their brains, they are still on a level of tahara, a level of purity that at the end of the day, they have not sullied themselves. So, and, and, and as much as we appreciate the the godless and the unique qualities that Balichuva and Gerim can bring to the world, we also have to appreciate somebody that uh, that was in a position, whether they themselves were in that position or maybe they were there because their parents uh, and the, or those who came before them or a gift from a Kaddish Baruch who set them up in such a way that they were in the position that they never uh, that they never had that downturn. So, still. Uh, even though the covet will come from Hashem, from the Bali Shuvan Gerim, we do appreciate the Tamid Chum and the children of the Tamid Chum of being Parsa, of having a certain level of completeness and Tahara that they can access and a closeness to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, that we do appreciate. Uh, and we do, do, we do understand them. And wherever their challenges are, everybody has their own challenges. You know, they, they, to the extent that we can grow a hundred steps in life, they grow a hundred steps in life also. They have their own challenges. It's not just that we have challenges and they don't. But okay. Uh, again, sorry, and these lights, this ha'ara that neshamas initiate, and then they cause a ha'ara, that, that, uh, that, that this, this, we said that the, for, for now we're talking about Paisha Yisrael. We're not yet talking about Gerim. So if Paisha Yisrael also have an ice in the Torah, but it has to be lit up. It has to be caused to resonate. Again, that could be through direct uh, direct interaction, or that could be when and it lights up at the source, which shines back down. But that's caused by another, and this is Neitzitzus. It causes a zivug. Uh, every action has this in this uh, reaction, a giver and a recipient. When people learn Torah and it causes a Ha'ara, that causes that these neshamas that that also have their own letters in the Torah, they will be chayzer b'tshuva um my lidin neshamas gerim and also when when sadikim learn so not only will it cause that there will be ara for tshuva but sometimes that energy where is the tilda of that going to go that will go into that those will be the neshamas that the gerim are made from zem khuna bishem palga but but when we talk about the bali tshuva and the gerim that end up coming closer so this is going to be called palga which is a lashon of a part or a half why there are people that are good. They have a stead heart. Uh, they, they have a head start. I mean, right? You know, sometimes it takes money to make money. It's one. Sometimes a person is self-made, but sometimes when a person has a large investment, they're able to accomplish even more. So that that's one thing. But the people that are coming from far away. Right, it's like new money and old money. They're still they're still coming from a place where even though on the surface now they're going in the right direction, but at the end of the day, it's not always so easy to rid oneself of all of one preconceived taivas. We even actually had in a Tyra 
ten uh, is Dalid. Uh, we had talked about people who are Merikin Sakem, Vinay Ishror, because we said that even though a person might fast, they empty out their sack, they empty out the, the sack, which is a Bechin of a Guf, but nevertheless, uh, we're ingrained in them until they can uh, until they can work on it and get rid of it and purify themselves, there's still the Taiva, there's still certain things, and some of those might have even come from their parents. We talked about it in a Kabbalistic way, but even maybe just in terms of circumstances, surroundings, and culture. And therefore, in as much as a person is now moving in the right direction, but there are certain certain uh, garments, there are certain things that are that are part of their associated personality, things that might be dormant, but that could be awakened, that could be chayzavanir, that they still have to rid themselves of. And so he says, because they're still far away from kedusha, even once they decide that they're going to be moving in the right path, they still have to be very careful. They're still rechayking and they have to work very hard to take off their begadim tzayim. Avedah Zara is generally referred to as ki, ki tzaya, but, uh, but besides for the fact that begadim tzayim, we said is avodah zara, part of that is also gaiva covered our reference to avodah zara. There's things that ingrained shall be sure that they and clothe themselves in that they have to rid themselves of. Kamashakasov, Siru Habagadim, Hatsayim, that through uh that through it's based on the Pasik and Zakaria, but it's talking about in terms of chuva that we see that these uh that these uh, bad behaviors and so forth are referred to as Bagadim Tsoim as soiled clothing. Ki Elua Bagadim Tsayim, these soiled clothing that these Gerim are wearing or the Balei Tshuva because of their sins, these end up, even though they have now, they're, they're trying to move in the right direction, they still have certain things that are that are acting as barriers. Like uh, now we're referencing Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is really representative of that full direct connection, that flow, that Shefa from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They want to get there, but they have this preventative. There's a, the Yardin is the river. The water also uh, is Taivas are are the side Mayim, but there's still this thing that's separating them from coming close. They still need to pass by, and they have this mania. They need to rid themselves of the clothes. They have to remove their soiled garments in order to be able to pass through this barrier that's preventing them from getting to Eretz Yisrael, as we're talking about, but from preventing them from getting to this this totally close relationship with. HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and through, yeah, we'll see you later in a second, but um, one of the reasons, well, he speaks out in a second, but he, he talks about this in the notes, Rabbi Atia, that, that it's so important to understand, uh, to understand the part of the process of doing tshuva. So often, we we work on ourselves. we have a, uh, a, 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 a we, we're bechazek ourselves, and then all of a sudden, we're blindsided, especially in the beginning, we feel all excited about it, and then we take a step back, some of that initial enthusiasm subsides, and we, we, we feel you know, maybe a little bit halicious hadas, maybe we compare ourselves to others, or we just start settling into certain behaviors that we thought that we had uh, we thought that we had conquered. And understanding this idea that a person has his iris, but there are lamaisa things that are ingrained, and those things are going to come back at us. And the fact that we seem to be focusing on, let's say, emptying the sack, but then we have to deal with the sack itself. And then each time, you know, we grow, and then we take a step back, we realize what we take stock, we realize what's still there. Sometimes it blindsides us, sometimes we're more or less prepared, but understanding that this is the 
the process uh, is is really is really very important, so that a person number one doesn't uh, doesn't think perhaps that just because they had uh, a good day, then that means that they've already totally conquered it and that they can let their guard down. And when a person does dip and a person does have a certain urida, that they don't think that they haven't accomplished anything, but that they understand that that's, uh, that that's part of the process. Okay, although uh, little by little it does it does build up and then it ultimately it does solidify and a person will be able to, you know, first they will see in a second we stop up the river and then it washes away, we stop up the river, but then ultimately we will be, as Hashem is Baruch, able, uh, able to cross at the end through the shiflas, through the taira, uh, the Kavad Hashem will be revealed and we'll be able to have that path in. So this idea of, of expelling the waste, what we're trying to get rid of, of this stops up the Yardane so that ultimately we can put the Yardane in our case is the barrier into Eretz Yisrael. Uh, the the represent the the taiva the 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 taiva is mayim al yedei shemavshitin umashlichin me'aleim habagadim hatzayim through taking off the soiled garments through ridding oneself of the waste of the uh, of the bad midos of the things that are holding him back nispatlim kol hameinias hamasachim hamavdilim beinam lebeinakdusha through a person being able to it's it's uh, initiated through Torah and then ultimately being able to shed oneself of these garments that he is enclosed in that are his bad character traits, that's what ultimately will stop the other things that are preventing him from reaching Kedusha. It's those that the taking off of the garments and the waste itself, which is what will stop off the water. That's those Bugadam Tzom that he removes and he takes off of himself. That's what's going to ultimately um, stop the other things from coming at him and he'll be able to go into Israel. V'zev, Sachal Yardna, it stopped up the Yardin, this barrier, Mafsik ben Kedushas Eretz Yisrael lechutz laaretz, and th- therefore he will be able to have that path in, take off these begadim tzayim. After the after he has this iris, he realizes that there are still certain things holding him back. He works forward to get rid of those soiled garments, and then he'll be able to move forward to have this relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Ubeshvil zeh nekram b'shem palga. That's why it's called like a half, a portion. It's something that even after the balit shuvah, the gerim are coming closer. There's still more work to be done. Kedayin tzarich lahashlach mehem abegadim atzayim. Kedayin lahasrim avsikim hamaynim hamasachim hamavdilim beinam ubet lebein hakedusha. They still have to remove themselves of the garments. Aval elu anashamish atamidah chama mshichin lebeinam kanal. But this is in contrast to the ones that are holding the, the tzaddikim gemurim, so to speak, as it were, the tamidei chachamim that are working towards making good better, but they don't have this. Uh, again, on their level, they have what to work on. They have the barriers that they have to overcome, but they don't have these begadim tzayim that they have to rid themselves over. Zemuchonah b'shem parsa That's more b'shleimus kein lehem masachem avdilim. They don't have, uh, in that sense, the same uh, the same meiniyos. Although when a person does have minio, sometimes they appreciate things more. It's brought down that minio, if you rearrange the letters, is it translates into an imus, into sweetness. So again, there's milas and chesreinos to wherever a person is coming from, whatever their God-given avoda is, or sometimes we've put ourselves in a place where we have to do certain avoda. There's, a, there, there's something that can be accomplished. Vizep. 
Now, this uh, this idea that we're talking about, uh, we're getting rid of the Bugadam Atzayim, uh, the Pasuk by Shabbos says, Karasa l'Shabbos, Oineg l'Kdosh Hashem Chubad, and it says, V'chibadetay me'asayis d'rachacha. So a person should be mechabed Shabbos, and we learn from the word V'chibadetay, Kabdeyu b'ksus naki, with clean clothing. So we're, now what we're doing is we're linking the covered to ksus, to clothing, to garments. Kimai Shedarshu Abzain Zakhwan the Vracha Alapasak Vilikdoish Hashem Mikhobad Vikulu. This is a reference to Yomak Yom Kippur where there's no Achila, there's no Shtia. So how is a person Mikhabed through Ksus Nakia? And the Remez is Ksus Naki Hainula Hashlachabagodamatsayim. So that's what we're saying that the Ksus Naki is when a person removes his soiled garments, that's linked to covered. Kizaikvaida Shemiz Barach im Taitsi Yakar Mizailal, taking something precious out of something that's uh, in a down state that's degraded, Lahasibne Adam Bachuva, Ulaham Shekh Nishma Sagerim, again the people that are in the position to come closer, that is brings about a tremendous giloy. The people that are in a position to help bring those people closer brings about a tremendous giloy, and that brings the kveid Hashem out of galus. And the geirim that are megayer, they come under the kanfei ashchino. nikra. That it's more kmuvah. So this is a little bit of really a kabbalistic tie, and we might not get uh, every piece of it. But uh, suffice it to say, he's uh, the the rabbeinu is going to link the idea that gerim are uh, elevate the covet of Akadosh Baruch Hu by coming closer and linking that to the idea that we say that they come under the kanfei hashchina. So we'll just uh, we'll just speak it out. Uh, it's brought over here that when Jews are born, so then when they get their brismila, they come into the panemius of Malchus, uh, when Gerim, who do not get their mila right away, but when they ultimately get their brismila, they come into chitzonius, the spheres of Malchus, again, whatever exactly that means, the chitzonius of Malchus is called tzedek, so they are a ger tzedek, that's going to be when they get their brismila, they come, they're going to be coming under the um, in, in, into this uh, into this of Malchus it's brought in the Zoyar Ksus Noki Da Kanfei Mitzvah that is in the, in relation to the Mitzvah of Tzitzis but again we're talking about people that are shedding their soiled clothing that's a Bechina of a Ksus Noki uh, the Ksus Noki uh, having clean clothing is Begeder Kanfei Mitzvah now in the Mitzvah Hainu Shechina Nikres Mitzvah Bechina is Kol Mitzvah Sechat Tzedek so the Shechina is related to uh, is related to Tzedek, which is brought in Akdama of the Tikkunei Zayar. The uh, Shechina is aligned with Mitzvah. Mitzvahs are Ksus Naki, so that when the Ger puts uh, sheds his his uh, or the Balchuva, but when the Ger we're talking specifically about Gerim, when the Ger sheds his soiled clothing and has a Ksus Naki clean clothing, that's Begeder Kanfei Mitzvah, which is now and he's a Ger Tzedek, so that's Begeder Kanfei Shechina, because Shechina is Begeder Mitzvah Vizeu Bechibadetay. And that is when the, the and how did, when does the ger go and he sheds his soiled clothing? That's begeder when he comes closer to a kaddish baruch Hu and v'chibarito that he's mechabed Hashem with this ksus naki by coming close by shedding his soiled clothing. Zeu ekar kvaydesh yachnas gerim tachas kanfei hashchina kanal and the gerim through doing this come under kanfei hashchina. So again, it's a little bit of a uh, an association which is pretty amazing. Might be beyond some of us, certainly beyond me.
And we will Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarach continue next time discussing this idea that through uh, a person who is reached uh, within, in the four different areas of, of Shiflis and Anava is able to access this Taira to bring about that Gerim and Balichul will come closer to the greatest expression of covet, elevating covet to the Sheresh, to Yira. So what about the rest of us? What about people that are not Yechideh Skula? How are we going to go about elevating covet to the Sheresh? Again, we had some tie-ins to certain uh, Taira specifically the uh, Taira Vav, uh, to a large degree in the beginning, that talked about being my quite Atzmo and uh, and moving towards quite Elokim, uh, but uh, but we will move forward as Shemis Barach and move forward weiter in a Taira Yudalid, amazing, amazing. Uh, everything is amazing, Taira. But uh, Baruch Hashem, this is the one that we are now involved with. Uh, until next time.